recently I shared on my blog about two great developments. One was the UK's Tavistock transgender clinic being shut down by the NHS. Uh, the review found it was not safe for children. Yep, not safe. And there was insufficient evidence to recommend puberty blockers and that medical staff had felt under pressure to adopt an unquestioning affirmative approach to children that wanted to transition. Now, this decision came at the same time as in the US, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, had just slapped a warning label about the risk of puberty blockers because six children had suffered severe symptoms, tumor-like masses in the brain, visual disturbances, increased blood pressure, and eye paralysis. Remember, this is the same country where President Biden's administration re recently released a series of documents encouraging gender reassignment surgery and puberty blockers for minors. And we found out children's hospitals are offering mastectomies, phalloplasty, and even hysterectomies for minors. So uh, in the media, there was an amazing story that came out of Australia that I want us to check out. So this was the headline, absolutely devastating. Uh, Australian woman sues psychiatrist over gender transition. And it was originally reported in the Sydney Morning Herald. It was picked up by a lot of international media. One outlet picked it up in New Zealand. It says this, the first time Sydney woman Jay Langadino saw a psychiatrist, Dr. Patrick Tui, she was 19, living at home and identifying as male. So she was biologically female, but identifying as male. Langadinos wanted to start on masculinizing hormones and her endocrinologist had referred her to Tui, the psychiatrist, to assess if she was suitable. Now, according to the statement of claim filed in the New South Wales Supreme Court, the referral letter from Professor Anne Conway said it seemed likely Langadinos had true gender dysphoria, but she was very young and clearly needed thorough psychiatric work up, a workup before embarking on hormone treatment. Now, the psychiatrist agreed Langadinos suffered from gender dysphoria, found she was suitable for hormone therapy, uh, which in this case was testosterone. Langadinos saw Tui a second time in February 2012, and she was eager to have her breasts removed. Tui allegedly found no contraindication for her to undergo this, and she had the operation two months later. The following month, Langadinos was back again, this time to discuss her wish to have her womb removed. Again, Tui couldn't see any problems, and she underwent the surgery in November, less than seven months after her mastectomy. She was just 22. Now, Tui's advice is subject to a rare legal case. Langadino's now 31 and no longer identifying as male, so she's reverted back to her biological female sex. She's suing the psychiatrist for professional negligence. Uh, and she says that around four years after her hysterectomy and during psychiatric treatment provided by another doctor, she came to the realization that she should not have undergone the hormone therapy or the first and second surgeries. Langadino's claims the psychiatrist failed to take precautions to avoid risk of harm in the nature of loss of her breasts, uterus, fallopian, fallopian tubes, and ovaries. And the statement of claim alleges that before recommending hormone treatment and the surgeries, Tui knew or ought to have known that Langadinos required further psychiatric evaluation by him and by a psychiatrist with specialised expertise in diverse conditions. 
Now, she told The Age in the Sunday uh, Sydney Morning Herald that knowing that I can't have children is absolutely devastating. And she says the consequence of the psychiatrist's alleged breaches of duty of care was that she has suffered and continues to suffer from injuries and disabilities, including masculinizing and complications as a result of hormone therapy, loss of breasts, uterus and ovaries, complications from early menopause, anxiety and depression, impaired psychological functioning, an ongoing need for medical treatment and diminished capacity for employment. Now that's interesting, uh, anxiety and depression, because we're told that they have to go through the transition to, to heal the depression and the anxiety and the suicidal thoughts. But here we're actually finding out that no, it's post-transition that they're experiencing it. Uh, in the interview with The Age and The Herald, she explained the background to her gender confusion. Her complicated home life had given rise to a feeling she was somehow defective. The feeling grew in her mid-teens when she realized she was attracted to other girls. At age 17, she searched for answers on the internet and discovered transgender. And because of the definition of dysphoria, she thought, that's what I have. I decided that I must be transgender because of my discomfort that I had in my body, she said. She had hoped that transitioning would bring her greater happiness and self-assurance. Instead, each surgery plunged her further into depression. Now, this is a case similar to the UK case of Kira Bell, and we've covered that before. Kira Bell was referred to the Tavistock Clinic when she was 15 after a highly traumatic childhood. She began to actively question her gender identity. Her first consultation was at age 16. After three sessions, she was put on puberty blockers. At 17, she was taking testosterone. At age 20, she had a double mastectomy. Uh, but in the following year, she said, I started to realize that the vision I had as a teenager of becoming male was strictly a fantasy and that it was not possible. I was perceived as a man by society, but it was not enough. I felt like a fraud and I began to feel more lost, isolated and confused than I did when I was pre-transition. And she's brought a case against the NHS clinic and it's uh, still in front of the courts. She had a win and then a loss and it's still going. But it mirrors the central claim that children are too easily allowed to commence transition by taking puberty blockers and hormones and are encouraged to do so without appropriate caution. Now, New Zealand families should certainly know about these important developments and our mainstream media should be reporting it, but they're not. This was the only report I found of the whole uh, FDA decision around puberty blockers, around Tavistock, and around this report, it was by stuff, and it was simply re-reporting what the Sydney Morning Herald had reported. The media haven't covered uh, the whole Tavistock issue. There is, however, this excellent article written by Dr. Sarah Donovan, and it's published on the independent newsroom platform. Dr. Donovan is an honorary research fellow in the Department of Public Health at the University of Otago in Wellington. And in this article, she discusses the New Zealand media silence and highlights the astonishing contrast between what our Ministry of Health says about puberty blockers versus what the UK National Health Service says. Well, let me show you. The New Zealand Ministry of Health says this, note the second paragraph. Puberty blockers are a safe and fully reversible medicine that may be used from early puberty through to later adolescence to help ease distress and allow time to fully explore gender health options. Uh, 
In contrast, the UK National Health Service says this. Little is known about the long-term side effects of hormone or puberty blockers in children with gender dysphoria. Although the Gender Identity Development Service advises this is a physically reversible treatment if stopped, it is not known what the psychological effects may be. It's also not known whether hormone blockers affect the development of the teenage brain or children's bones. Wow. Not known whether hormone blockers affect the development of the teenage brain or children's bones. Just ponder on that for a moment because it's truly frightening. Now, we know which advice is most trustworthy and cautionary. And sadly, it's not the advice coming out of our Ministry of Health or the New Zealand media who don't seem to want to tell you anything about these developments. But we will. Mm -hmm.